it is Tuesday. I just got stuffed up for a moment there. This is the muster with Andy Muir, joined in studio by local farm consultant Graham Butcher. Graham, good afternoon. Afternoon. We'll get over the obvious because after today we're over it. The rugby, it's been and done. Um, have you recovered? Uh, yeah, that was a yeah, very disappointing game. That um, spectacle was lost, really. Yeah, Jeff Grant just said that mm. before the same thing, like to the point that he said the winner out of this game was Rugby League. Because at least, uh, at least with Rugby League, they deal with it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You get put on report, but boom. Yep. None of this other bollocks coming in from the stand. Yeah, a red card should be 20 minutes and then you can replace. Absolutely. <laughs> and hopefully World Rugby or IRB might take a bit of, bit of this on board, but knowing the palms, we, we don't know what's going to happen there. Look at the season to date. Um, firstly, good to see some blue sky for a couple it of is, days. And good to see the tail end of that snow had a few days ago. It's getting into November, so we should be looking at better conditions coming up. Um, so I just thought I'd talk a bit about what's happening on lambs on farm with lambs at the moment. I mean, we're probably, if, if you're lambing, average lambing date mid-September, um, we're probably just just about six weeks into our lamb growth period. Average lamb age is probably about six weeks. So um, right now, if you've got twin lambs six weeks old, uh, the ewe is not producing enough milk by a long shot to keep those lambs at good growth rate. So we need really good, high-quality grass to keep those particularly twin lambs growing. It was about two weeks ago the the ewe would have peaked at lactation and now she's on the downhill run. So we're well and truly through the average lactation for a ewe. So 50% 50 of the milk that the ewe does is the first four weeks of lactation. That was two weeks ago. Um, So uh, really important to focus on the conditions of the pasture at the moment and what the lambs are getting. Critical for multiples, not so critical for... Uh, single lambs because they're getting all the milk that the ewe produces. So anyway, there was a uh, beef and lamb put out a story oh, about a week ago, I suppose, um, about the proposition of selling store lambs at weaning to break the light lamb cycle. And a lot, I think a, a lot of farms, not a lot of farms, farms can get into a, posi- into a position where you're always chasing your tail, always playing catch up because... Um, your lambs are not growing well, you've got to hold lambs into the autumn, your autumn covers are low, your ewe condition might be low, your winter's tough, your autumn, your spring covers for lambing are tough, and we're back into that old cycle of light lambs always chasing our tail. So the, the proposition was, okay, let's break that cycle, sell store lambs at weaning, feed your ewes better, and you're back into the, the right mode, if you like. Um, which is an interesting proposition. I mean, it, it is a problem on farm and it's hard to break. You've got to put a real lot of mental effort into actually breaking that cycle. But it just occurred to me, um, selling store lambs will do that job, but it's probably one of the more expensive options to do. You could, um, you could probably do the same a lot cheaper just by applying nitrogen and focusing more on use over that summer period. does exactly the same thing. Um, so... I think we do got to think. We got to think about how our lambs are doing now. Um, what weight are they? In particular, what sort of condition are they using? Are they light? Are your lambs not growing? So you may be in that light lamb cycle, and it's good to try and break it. Um, but I don't. I don't really think selling stores at weaning is the way to do it. It might have worked last year because we had a really big fall in the schedule from weaning through to about mid-January. And there was about a month, six weeks of lamb growth where you would have needed to catch up 
to equal the amount they could have sold them as stores sort of thing. So, um, but this year we're starting at a much much lower base and hopefully we won't see a real big drop um, during December through to mid-January. I hope we don't. If we do, we're going to be in, there's going to be some problems around the place. What do you say to the rationale that a lot of people perhaps considering getting rid of maybe a unit of stores at Christmas time for that very reason, get rid of them now, take the money before there's a drop in schedule, say in mid-January, February, mm. you've got, say, mm. 600 lambs less perhaps, or 500, whatever, yeah. it's off, it's saving a bit of feed up for those other lambs, and you can argue for trying to keep those lambs up but not putting too much weight on them, you'll be better off anyway. Uh. Yeah, you could be. I think it, it all comes down to the conditions at, at weaning time, what your pasture covers are like, what the what the store lamb price is like. It's probably not going to be brilliant this year. Um, how many lambs you've got, what you, condition you're using, and you've got to throw all that into a pot and come out with a decision about what you're going to do. Um, selling stores will free up feed for use, but so will applying some nitrogen. So what's the cheapest way to do things? So it all depends what the situation is for a lot of people yeah, and just exactly look at the bigger right. picture? I mean, it's, it's, if, if you use a down sort of uh, 2.5, 2.8 condition score, it takes a lot of feed to get them back up to scratch by mating time. You've got about 120 days to do it from weaning onwards. And if you want to put on a condition score, it's about 7K live weight. It's not 5, it's 7. Um, 120 days, 60 grams a day. That doesn't sound like much over that 120 days, but for a ewe, that's feeding just about as much as you're feeding a lamb, 1.4 k's a day yeah. on average to do it. And that's getting up there with lambs. So that's actually quite a big job to do. And if you're short of feed and you've got light lambs, it's, you know, something, something's got to happen to break that cycle. Do you think people will look at the last couple of autumns, though, remembering how dry they were and just think, well, maybe devil's advocate, we just got to think something else perhaps as well? In terms of, uh, as mean, far as doing the stores, yeah. <sighs> It's worth a thought, yeah, to do that. Um, but the other the other thing that crossed my mind is if if you are in that cycle of light lambs, light ewes, and chasing your tail all the time, um, there's some fundamental reasons why you're in that position. It might be your stocking rate, it might be your lambing date, it might be your soil fertility. Selling stores is not going to fix that. So you can sell your stores, you might fix the problem for one year, but unless you fix those fundamental issues underlying yeah. why that problem's there, in a year's time you're going to be back at square one. It's almost false economy in a way. Yeah. So, um, interesting game, farming sheep, <laughs> that's for sure. It is, isn't it? And likes to use at the moment, though, it's just concerning, like Jeff also said before, the price of mutton's nothing flash and doesn't look that way for the mm. season. That's just yeah. reality. Yeah, it's... it's um, yeah, you've got to make the right decisions, that's for sure. Do you think the price of lamb, like you said at the start, you think it's going to stabilise out a little bit to what they well, were predicting? Well, one would hope so. I mean, it's six six thirty five at the moment at Alliance, which is a bit of this time last year. It's probably getting up to $2 below what it was last year. Maybe that schedule fall that we had December, January last year, maybe it's sort of already happened and we sort of at a better level now uh, who knows we just have to wait and see do you think a lot of meat companies not a lot of transparency regarding scheduling because you're hearing stories about some companies just aren't that keen to get things out there in the public domain um very competitive between companies to get stock and they've got to play a fairly tight game uh, to make sure they get the stock i mean if one particular company come out and said look this is what we expect to happen and 
appropriate schedules and what have you, and other companies don't follow suit, well, yeah, it's, if they lose lambs, it's a big problem. But if you're an established supplier to that outfit, should you not have a bit of an understanding of what the schedule's doing on a weekly um, basis? Well, that's the case. You've got loyalty payments, all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it, maybe the meat companies don't really know what's going to happen themselves. And um, that's a pretty important thing to think about as well. It is, Graham. We'll leave it there. Always appreciate your thoughts. You go and enjoy that sunshine. Jolly good. Thank you. Graham Butcher, farm consultant based here in Gore. Jill Naylor, she is president for Rural Women New Zealand. She's up next. This is The Mustard, Tuesday afternoon. Comfort.